25 minutes away from 10 o'clock. Uh, great to catch up with Neil Wagner. If you missed that chat, you can go check it out on our podcast channels. Coming up after 10, Simon Cambers to talk some tennis in the Aussie Open. Read a stat uh, this morning that 40% of the people who go to the Australian Open don't watch a game. So just everything that goes on around um, Rod Laver. Is it Rod? What's it called? Park? Rod Laver Arena? What's the park called? Called like Tennis Park? Someone will text it in on double eight double three. I've had a mind blank. But uh, 40% of people don't watch games. How about that? They were also thinking of um, that they're really going for the fan-centric sort of mentality where I, I read that they're going to start delivering people's food to their seats in drones. I wonder what the players think of all that sort of stuff. Um, we'll ask Simon Cameras about that uh, coming up after 10 o'clock. But uh, the lines are open right now, 0800 We are talking three Australian NRL players. If you took them out right now and put them in the Wallabies, they make an instant impact. I've got three names in my head, but I want to get yours. Plenty have come through on double eight double three, but I want you to call 0800 so we can have a little natter about it. Let's go through uh, some of the texts while we wait. So Ryan says, uh, welcome back, Sam. Happy New Year. For me, it's Nathan Cleary, Cam Murray and Payne Haas could have serious upside for the Wallabies. Um, you'll, you'll notice a common theme, I think, in some of these messages. Ryan, uh, so those are your three. I will say, I don't want to give too much away. I'll say I've got at, at least one of the ones that you've selected. Uh, Damon says the hammer on the wing would be lethal. Ponga at 5'8", Tino or Haas at the back or the side of the scrum. Uh, Ponga, though, someone else pointed out, you know, Ponga because of, you know, is he because he's played or born in New Zealand, whatever is he in New Zealand? I think Ponga's okay to say if you if you want to put him in the Wallabies, that's okay. We'll accept uh, Caelan Ponga. Chris says Reese Walsh, Cam Murray, Nathan Cleary would certainly make them stronger. That's from Chris Ken says uh, Makali Aravalawa, Angus Crichton, Tyson Frizzell. Of course, he'd have Ravalawa in there. He wouldn't be bad, but would he? He'd probably pay for Fiji, wouldn't he? Ravalawa, Angus Crichton, Tyson Frizzell. I could see Angus Crichton actually as a rugby union convert. I could actually see that. James says Nathan Cleary, Payne Haas, uh, Lindsay Collins, and Latrell. I know you said three but, three, but I threw an extra one in there. Why not, James? We could probably come up with the whole 15, couldn't we? And they probably would be better than the Wallabies. Uh, Staffy, he's texting. Uh, Payne Haas, Reese Walsh, Nathan Cleary. Strong three, Staff. That's a strong three. And then um, Jade says Payne Haas, Nathan Cleary, Cam Murray. So Nathan Cleary, certainly the... Um, the common thread amongst all of you so far. Uh, one quick text on the cricket. Great innings yesterday by Finn. That was insane. I reckon with one day as he needs to be in the team, but I wonder if he'd be better off at six coming in for the last 10 overs. Yeah, I take your point there. Like Jimmy Neesham sort of plays that role a little bit in one day, doesn't he, where he comes in late. But the, I think the thing with um, Jimmy Neesham is that he has the ability to carve out an innings or go for, or go for broke. Um, he has the ability to do both, and that depends on the game situation. If he comes in with 10 overs to go, but a few wickets in hand, he can go for gold. If not, if he needs to, if he comes in earlier, then he's able to sort of um, put an innings together. And I'm not sure Finn Allen has that same ability yet. So whether or not he would replace someone like a Jimmy Neesham, not, not entirely sure. But also, if you're starting to back that far down the order at six, then are you taking a spot away from a bowler? Um, not 100% sure, but... Um, but I agree that he, I think he probably should be in the team. They should find somewhere for him in that team, um, particularly with you know aging players as well. At some point, um, we're going to have to start bringing in these young kids and, and saying goodbye to, to some of the older ones. Uh, Brian Rardity, the the ever capable Brian Rardity on the tools on the mothership uh, yes. this morning, mate. And I know I gave this topic to you yesterday, yep. and uh, you've basically had like what's that twenty hours plus to to work At on least. it. Yeah, and you've been yep. doing a lot of research. 
Well, what, what have you what have you come up with? You know, so um, I'll just go. With, actually, I chose four, but I'll go with the, th- the my first three. Okay, two forwards. We'll go one by one. We'll talk through each one. Okay. Yep. Two forwards. Um, the first cover six or eight. David Fafita. Okay. He would be lethal off the side or the back, and his defense would uh, would would break people, and he would bend the line every time he carried. Um. I, I I sort of wonder this with with the bigger um, the bigger boys from the NRL like would that translate to like to to flank like to six or seven like are they too big like is he too big for a, for a six or a seven well I, 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 don't, I don't there's probably so. no he's, rules here he's but too small for a prop and and union he right does, yeah he doesn't quite and, have and, it yet and to learn the technique to scrum at that level yeah, will probably yeah. take too long no I agree I don't think you can have anyone in the front but right. do you remember. Um, <sighs> The World Cup that they had in Aussie, they had the big fat uh, back rower, uh, David something. I can't remember his, his name now, but he looked out of place almost like Thomas Waldrum looked out of place on a rugby field. Okay. But could go, you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. so I fully believe. Okay, so David for feeder either a six or an eight? Yep. Oh, nice, I like it. Who's number two? My second. Yeah. He's come through a lot, and he would be the same thing, six or eight, Payne Haas. Okay. We all know why. The texters know why. The guy is just hard-nosed and will do exactly what Fafita does. They would back each other up. They could even, one could come off the bench for the other. Mm. All right, now mm-hmm. I'm, I'm leaving the forwards and I'm picking my playmaker. Everyone's going with Nathan Cleary. I think the ready-made guy right now uh, with age and experience, Dally Cherry Evans. Mm-hmm. His kicking game. Probably doesn't have long though, you know, like the Wallabies would get, what, two years out of him maybe? Yeah, two or three years? So, so you put him at halfback, mm-hmm. right? First hands on the ball at the ruck. You mean like as a, as a number nine? As a nine. Okay. First hands on the ball at the ruck. His short kicking game is so accurate. Okay. So accurate. You get a bigger boot in the back. You know, mm-hmm. one of your back three has a bigger boot yep. for the huge territory gains. But Dally Cherry Evans, like, he'll... He'll put it in a bin from thirty meters. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't mind that. Like, so when I thought about, so I'll fully disclose. One of my guys is Nathan Cleary, and when I thought about, you know, potentially a number ten, I thought about some of the best kickers in the game of of, of rugby league, and I thought Daly Cherry Evans probably does have a better kicking game than Nathan Cleary. What you also have to remember, though, is that with rugby league, they're often. Well, particularly close to the goal line, like they're kicking for repeat sets. They're putting little kicks and grubbers in behind. You basically don't do that in rugby union. You don't have the little kicks in behind when you're sort of 20 metres out, yeah, right? Yeah. You're talking bigger kicks, like you said, box kicks, you know, kicks for touch, et cetera. Um, and in that regard, probably um, DC has it on Nathan Cleary, who is sort of a much better, shorter kicking game. Um and, and, you know, the, the conversations there as well that Nathan Cleary, you know, when you look at New South Wales, obviously he's done it with Penrith, but New South Wales, there's still that big question mark over, you know, can he do it for New South Wales? Whereas DCE has sort of proven yeah. that doesn't matter what the team is, he'll he'll stand up. Yeah. Only thing to you would be the disadvantage of that. He probably does only have like two or three years left for the Wallabies, if he was going to switch to the Wallabies. You're right, and he may Cleary has on the, the contract. <laughs> he may he may, uh, he may say he's going and then uh, end up end up staying. Um yeah, well, because who else would I mean? I, I people are probably going to say if we're talking pure kicking, they're going to say Adam Reynolds. But you can't. I don't think you can have him. You might be able to have him as a number nine in, in rugby union. I don't think you can have him as a number ten because he's too small yep. defensively. Probably not strong enough. Yep. Um, and really, it's it's yeah. I guess his vision and his kicking are, are the two strengths. But whether or not that translates to rugby union, um, well, space is a different. Sean hey? Johnson, yeah, but see, Sean's probably like to, to what you just said there. The space is different. Um, you're, you're playing different balls to your mm. backs, etc. Um, 
Interesting. Okay, so and that, uh, is that three? No, you yeah, got three. So you got Haas, Fafida, and DCE. DCE. I like it. I like the three. I do, and I like you know talking through it and working out yep. why people have selected them. So uh, if you're texting on double eight double three, let us know why you're selecting them, and you can still give us a call oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. What we'll do is we'll take a short break, and when we come back, I'm going to give you my three, and uh, we'll see how they match up to uh, to what's coming on the text machine. Stay with us. Oh, that's a summer tune. Brian Ardity, who's bringing us those uh, those very dulcet tones? Uh, that, there is Pete Kuzma featuring Blau. Put that on your summer playlist, folks. How about that? Uh, ten minutes away from ten. After ten o'clock, going to talk some tennis with Simon Cambers, uh, very well-respected tennis journalist, author, broadcaster. Lots of texts that have come in on the Temper Bedpost text machine. Just have to mention temper real quickly because I got a temper pillow last year. Um, I've never been one. I've been quite picky with pillows and the fact that I like the sort of medium stiffness. I hate soft pillows and I hate really, really hard ones, but I like the sort of medium grit, you might say. Um, got given a temper one. I was sort of unsure because I was like, it, you know, you sink into it soft. It's going to hurt my neck and everything. Um, but, man, I tell you what, I uh, it makes a massive difference having a nice pillow, folks. Makes a massive difference, and you know, look, it's not a it's not a three thousand dollar mattress. It's just a it's, it's a it's a much cheaper pillow, uh, but it does help you sleep. And uh, it's a temper pillow, so big shout out to Temper and uh, what they provide us here on ECNZ. Right, let's get to these texts, uh, and then I will give you my three. Uh, so Chris uh, said Matt Burton, Payne Haas, and Cam Murray. So he's throwing Matt Burton in there. Actually, somebody else, Daniel says Matt Burton's big boot at twelve with a strong running game, like when he was at Penrith. Uh, that's from Daniel. Uh, Mark says for. Um, Fafita's way, he said Fajita's. Fafita's way too lazy, way too lazy, even for Union. I wish he'd get himself super fit and even more involved. He could be one of the best ever. Bit of a uh, a criticism of David Fafita is that, uh, and that's probably something I didn't mention to you before, is that fitness. So, you know, how long would uh, would a David Fafita last in a Union game? Always a lot of debate about which is which requires more fitness. I always say rugby league because it's the shuttles, bro. It's the yeah, shuttles. you're going back and forth. But rugby union, um, but in rugby league, they're able to walk back on like on the opening sets on attack and stuff. So yeah. they have these sort of breathers. True. Whereas in rugby union, like if a if a back does a fifty meter break, you have to sprint to the breakdown. You have to be ready to go straight away, etc. But there are these big long gaps in rugby. So I'd say overall, I think league probably you have to be fitter. But um, I don't think it's too far off in the fact that most of these guys, I think, would last fitness-wise. Um, Mark says, NRL players that make a difference, Nathan Cleary, Tino Fasuamala-Alawi, and Payne Haas, maybe. Cameron Murray, but I wouldn't want to weaken Souths at all. <laughs> That's from Mark. There was talk, wasn't there, Cameron Murray? Um going over to NRL. Uh, Mark Nwanganitawasi is the Wallaby that's going to the NRL in 2025. He's going to the Sydney Roosters. So they might need to replace some of that speed. Um, and some people have said the hammer. So maybe maybe that's the replacement. My three, this is my three, right? So this is what I was thinking about the other day. And I thought if these three players right now went into the Wallabies, I think instantly they would make a big difference to that team. I'll start at the back. The number one, uh, well, the number 15, 15. but the number one, Reese Walsh. Like, I have been a bit of a Reese Walsh doubter, and people know that. Um, I think, you know, he makes a lot of errors. and Most in the um, NRL last year. Most in the NRL for the last two years, I think, and um, sometimes can get his team in trouble. However, last year, 2023, you can see what that guy is capable. It's scary how good that guy is 
when he's when he's when he's on fire. Yeah. Um, he just splits defenses apart. He's unpredictable. He is. To, for, for sort of a comparison, a bit of a Damian McKenzie, right? Like he's fearless and he's unpredictable and you don't quite know what he's going to do. And yep, he comes up with the odd stupid play here and there. But overall, he adds just this massive level of excitement. I think him in the number 15 jersey for the Wallabies would instantly spark them and do something. Uh, Nathan Cleary, of course, I think I'm going to put him at the number 10. We, we debated with DCE, Solid. but I think but I think Nathan Cleary um, got the kicking game. He's a great uh, manager. He's got a good... Um, He's got a good IQ um, for for what, you know, I'm going to say for the game of rugby, but for what's in front of him, I think he could transition to rugby union. And there's one position that the Wallabies haven't got right in this whole 20 years um, since, you know, the Stephen Larkins when they were um, dominant in the bleeders low, they've lacked the number 10. They've lacked a good number 10. And I think the most of the playmakers end up playing rugby league. So Nathan Cleary, I think, makes a difference if he plays 10. And the other one, hands down, Hit above the rest. I know there's been a lot of names mentioned here, but Payne Haas is an absolute yeah. beast. This man is a unit. He can play 70 minutes of a rugby league match, so he can play a full 80 in rugby in rugby union. Put him in number eight. Put him at the back of the scrum. The guy will devastate with his running. He's a massive individual to to, to either run at or have run at you. Um, and you know he he's a workhorse. He's an absolute workhorse, constantly making the most tackles per game for the Broncos, constantly making the most run meters. Those three, you cannot tell me that if Reese Walsh, Nathan Cleary and Payne Haas weren't playing for the Wallabies this year, that that wouldn't make a big impact on that Wallabies team, maybe make them a little bit more competitive. Your thoughts, Double eight, double three. come back after this.